What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Kings of CONCACAF podcast. I'm your host, Nate. And today we're going to be talking about the November camp. We're going to do a little recap of um, kind of everything that went on in the November camp. The good, the bad, and um, the mediocre. Um, so what we're going to do is kind of talk about the Mexico game and then the Jamaica game and then kind of highlight some of the um, things both good and bad about uh, the camp as a whole. So obviously the Mexico game, there was only basically positives that we can take um, away from that. Um, you win 2 nothing against the top team in CONCACAF. Um, you play exceptionally well. You don't really make too many mistakes. There was a couple instances in the first half of that game where we got caught out, but didn't end up mattering. Um, the game was won. Zach Steffen came up big, made great saves. Um, so there's not really much to complain about in, in, in reality. Um, let's see. Um, Mexico game. Pulisic. I mean, we absolutely dominated the second half. It was fantastic work by the boys. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's there's just about only positives to take from that game. Um, but at the same time, when you do play that well, and then the following game, you only get one point against Jamaica. I get, I get it was in Jamaica, and I get that. Um, it's not a, not a impossible game to lose slash get one point. Um, but the fact that we basically lost an opportunity to opportunity to go two points clear of, um, of Mex of Canada, I should say in the octagonal. And now we're one point behind them. So that being said, um, we need to kind of think about what what is going on with this team and what needs to be fixed. Um, in that Jamaica game, obviously the Mikel Antonio goal was um, something that was I I don't know if I can necessarily say unavoidable because Tyler Adams could have closed in a little bit better, um, couldn't give him that him that space. But um, I think Mikel Antonio had tweeted something about how he hasn't scored from outside the box in I want to say it was seven years and of course it's against the United States um but I mean I don't we definitely did not play well against Jamaica but I wouldn't say it's the worst game that we've played um so far in the qualifying easily that's bad Panama um so for me I thought the camp was pretty good was it great? No. If we had if we had won both games and picked up the six points, then this would have been a perfect camp. We still haven't had a perfect camp yet. Um, first camp, five points. Second camp was uh, seven points. And this camp was four. But um, this camp was only two games, obviously, so we couldn't have gotten that full nine points. But if we'd gotten six points, we would be in a very good spot i mean not to be overly dramatic because we are in a pretty good spot we do um 
we are in second place, so it's not like we're doomed, but we should have beaten Jamaica. Um, and honestly, we're lucky to even have gotten a point against Jamaica. Jamaica played way better than us. Um, so we kind of just have to wait and see what happens with um, the January camp uh, because we do play Canada. <laughs> Excuse me. We do play Canada um, away. Um, and that will be a struggle of a game. They're in ridiculous form. They still haven't lost. I would love to go into Canada and get a win. If we win, if we beat Canada, um, that's, I mean, obviously, I don't want to say no game's a challenge because um, they are. Every game's going to be a challenge that we play because it is CONCACAF and there's no easy team to beat because I think it was Honduras, we beat 4-1. to one, But for most of that game, we weren't playing well. We, we went down early. Um, so there's no easy game in CONCACAF. I think all of us know that that's true, but I will say we have two difficult games left, Canada away and Mexico away. And that's for the, um, the qualifying schedule that's left. So if we can beat Canada away, then that puts us back ahead of them. Um, because uh, I think by only it'd be only by one point, but that still puts us back into first place. So if we win that first game, um, then we're in good shape. Um, so here's the thing. <sighs> oh man, sorry, I keep yawning. I'm I didn't even feel like that. I'm like that tired, but I guess that was not the case. Um. So yeah, just kind of. Recap of both games really quick, just before I move on to um, broader type things. Mexico game was fantastic. Three crucial points. Um, and then Jamaica game was ugly, awful, terrible. The worst thing ever, basically. Um, obviously not the worst thing ever, because if we had lost, then I think we would be tied with Mexico for... I mean, I don't know how it would have worked out, but we would have been tied on points. Um, so, I er, yeah, see, I should know this. I'll, I'll look it up because I should know this. Um, octagonal CONCACAF. All right, so um, Canada's obviously first. We're, okay, so Canada, 16 points. Oh, we have 15. Okay, so it's not, it's the only one point up. Okay, so that's a little bit better than um, two. Obviously, it's not that big of a deal, but we if we were to beat them, then we'd be up two points. Um, all right, so Mexico 14, Panama 14. That's interesting. So Panama um, plays Costa Rica. Which that's not an easy, um, that's not an easy game. So, so in January they play Costa Rica, Jamaica, and Mexico. So, if they win um, versus Costa Rica and Panama, then that that um, February second game could potentially be the <coughs> deciding factor. 
Oh man. This podcast is all over the map. I'm yawning. I'm coughing, but I appreciate anyone that's still listening because this is my, um, also my first video podcast. So I'm hoping you guys like it. Um, yeah. So Panama, um, that game against Mexico, February 2nd could be the deciding factor on who ends up in fourth place. Do I think, do I ultimately think Panama will end up, um, in third? No, but, um, it's interesting. Mexico's not in good form. They got embarrassed by Canada. I wouldn't necessarily say they got embarrassed by us. They lost to us, but I think they got embarrassed by Canada. Um, I know, like, obviously, like, if you look at the stats, like, um, we lost, we won two nothing against Mexico, and then Canada won, um, two to two to one, I think it was. But honestly, um, that game could have been three, four, five, zero. Like if like Canada got a late, go- I mean Mexico got a late goal. Canada had so many chances. If you were able, if any of you guys were able to watch that game, so, um, yeah, who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, just looking at the uh table for, I mean the f- games for Canada. Just kind of seeing who they play next. I'm not exactly sure. Honduras. USA, right? Um, Honduras away from home. So I wouldn't be... So they their next um, window is two games away, one game at home. So that could be good for us because as we know, I know lots of people don't like when people say this, but I will say it is much harder to get results away from home in CONCACAF. I know that the United States and now and Mexico and, and maybe now teams like Canada... That shouldn't even be the case. They should be able to get at least um, win. They should be able to get wins away from home. But I will say El Salvador and Honduras are both away for Canada. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Maybe maybe we'll get fortunate and Canada draws both of those games away. And if we're able to draw Canada at home, that puts them at three points for the window. And that puts us in a fantastic spot. Um do I think they'll draw all three matches? No. My guess is they'll um, most likely beat... Um, the thing is, like, El Salvador and Honduras are the two worst teams in the qualifying, so... <coughs> what might what I'm hoping to happen would be they beat Honduras, maybe we draw to Canada, and they um, draw to... El Salvador. Let's just hope that that's best. That's like a semi possible scenario for Canada's window. Um, realistically, they'll probably beat El Salvador and Honduras um, and then probably draw to us. Maybe we'll beat them. Maybe they'll beat us. I think it'll be a kind of a toss up of a game because they've played extremely well at home. They just, I mean, they embarrassed Mexico at home. Um, so yeah. Um, so we're just gonna kind of go over some players who were good. I thought were good um, during this camp. Um, obviously, Tim Maya was the story of the camp. He played so well the whole the both games. Um, and 
you know, I think it's it's hard to say what what's going to happen when Gio and Christian are fully fit because um, our three best players um, in the past three months are probably um, Brennan Aronson, Ricardo Pepe, and, and Eunice Musa. But um, now Tim Weah might be in that conversation for the top, the best players that we've had because he now had an exceptional camp. Uh, an ex- I will say also Tyler Adams as well. But Tyler Adams is a person that his spot's a lock. Like no one's going to start over him. Where the other three, I don't know if that they're necessarily a lock anymore. Brendan Aronson had an exceptional September camp and a pretty good October camp. Didn't do too much in November and in the end of October camp. I love Brendan Aronson, but speaking on recent form in the past, probably three games that they've had, um, I don't think his his spot is locked to start anymore. I think at one point it was a a lock starter spot, but I don't know anymore if that's the case. Then Ricardo Pepe. Um, so obviously he had those crazy two games where he, um, scored three, three goals in two games and had two assists or whatever the, you know, the crazy stat was, but since then he's been out of form, hasn't really been able to score. So, um, is he someone that may fall out of the lineup? I don't know. It depends on who Greg brings in. If he brings in a hoppy, maybe if hoppy finds his form in the next, um, month and a half, two months. I guess it's two months until we play again. Um, maybe DK, uh, <coughs> maybe Sergeant. Um, so we shall see. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so, well, I'm curious to know if, if Gio is going to play uh, 10 or the wing. I don't know. So, I'm very curious to know how this next camp goes. Um, I'm very excited to see, you know, kind of what happens with this camp. Who's good? Who's great? Who's okay? Who's bad? Um, maybe we'll see Legit fall out of the lineup. Maybe we'll see Roldan fall out of the lineup. Ariola, because I don't know. Ariola came in in the. I think both games Ariel came in just as a sub. So I don't think Ariel is quite off the roster yet. Maybe Roldan's off the roster. He's not going to be playing because MLS doesn't play again until um, fe- uh, February, late February. So maybe Roldan will fall out of the lineup. Legit will find out, fall out of the, or not necessarily the lineup, but the, the roster. Maybe we won't, we won't see that many MLS guys in, in, February, in the January camp, which... Um, obviously I'm, I'm not like, I'm not necessarily a Euro snob per se. I'm a good player snob. So I think just usually an, a Europe based player is better than an MLS based player. That doesn't necessarily make me a Euro snob. That makes me someone that likes better players. So if you're a better player and you play in the MLS, sure play. That's why I think Miles Robinson, he's Fantastic player. He plays for Atlanta United. So 
um, and Ricardo Pepe and there's and Matt Turner and these guys that play nameless, they're fantastic, and I think they deserve a spot in the roster. But some of these guys, I don't necessarily think they deserve a spot in the roster, and they're going to be playing. So I'm hoping maybe we can get other guys in like Conrad and and Hoppy and maybe a Johnny Cardoso or maybe a, a Christian Capus or whatever. Some of these guys that um, it's been talked that, you know, they're kind of on the outside. They're like a, a reach to make it into the camp. But maybe with the MLS players not being not playing in the end of January, no games, no nothing, maybe we'll see um, – that maybe we'll see more European based slash um, South American wherever um, base players play. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, now we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>